Well, hello and hello. I am Barely Normal. Hello. And Mubartzlaff. And uh, this is BFFT Spotlight on Space Bear Sparks, the producer, host, and founder of Straight from the Muzzle. Welcome to the show, Space Me? Bear. Thank you. I am, mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm feeling very welcomed. Well, that's great. That's great. Uh, we have to explain to everybody the word hale because that's, oh <laughs> it's, it's a very strange thing that happened at BLFC, which is where we met you at your panel, which was do's and don'ts of podcasting. And tell us, Space Bear, how the word hale came to be. It, it would not come as a shock to our listeners <laughs> that this happened. <laughs> but I remember just saying, like, I was trying to say hooray, and then another word like slipped out while we were doing our podcasting do's and don'ts panel. And it was before we had started. And all of a sudden I'm just like, hello. And I, Oh, that's what it was. I was saying hello and hooray at the same time. And yes. all of a sudden Taven's <laughs> like, hello. And so we just started <laughs> saying it back and forth. And I'm like, there you go. We, we had just come in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that became a thing. And so like, that's a normal thing. It happens all the time, like when we're recording and stuff. And you know, my mm-hmm. my my host makes fun of me for it all the time. But you know, it's it's we're all good. <laughs> oh yeah, we make up lots of words too. Uh, we have we have a section in our podcast from time to time about um, different definitions of words that uh, people that that furs mostly Tabin use, and we have to figure out what they mean. So that's it. That's exciting. awesome. Yes, <laughs> isn't that right, Tabin? That is left for the listener to figure out. Okay. Okay. All right. So the way this works is we basically just have a chat with you, Space Bear, and talk about different things. We sent you some questions. It's kind of like a game show. The questions have been given in ahead of time. So the so the the celebrity may or may not give you the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Oh, that was uh, Hollywood Squares. They always gave all the answers to the celebrities beforehand. And so they could choose to either give the right answer or make stuff up. Right. Did you know that? <clears throat> I play. Well, I've watched it, but I didn't know that it was actually the case. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Because, I mean, who who knows some of those answers? I mean, especially those celebrities, because a lot of them were goofy. Yeah. Not goofy himself, but. I feel like so I'm on this show by myself. Had, <laughs> I'm here by myself. Oh, did he just drop out? No, he's <clears throat> he keeps hitting his mute button for whatever reason. Stop hitting mute. <laughs> no, I'm pause. No, I'm pause just like five minutes lagging behind. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what's going on. You got some lag time going on there. So, Tabin, why don't you ask Space Bear some questions? I don't. Hi. 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 <laughs> he is delayed. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We're waiting on you. Yeah. Hi. I, I'm I'm talking, but um, it's lagging. <laughs> My wagging is legging. <laughs> hmm. So that was about hmm. a 15 second delay right there. Okay. Which is funny because I see you talk. Well, you just said okay, and I saw you talk. 
Mm-hmm. So you're not like stopped, With this but help? there's like this huge. I don't understand what's going on. Maybe my fluff. <gasps> it's my fluff. Maybe it's your fluff. Who knows? Talking point. Okay. So well, no, he knows that. what the talking, talking points are. Talking points. <laughs> right. But I'm wondering, but the thing is, is what I'm wondering is, is will the chat help you stay on? Like, will it help you keep, um, what do you call it? Up to date. I- oh. Up to date on without lag having to be an issue. Hmm. See, this is what I, <laughs> this is what I Well, do. let me ask. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and start asking questions. Okay. And Tabin, if your if your uh, internet starts to work better, who knows? Maybe go talk to your hubby about turning things off. Who knows what's going on over there? Anyway, so uh, Space Bear, we met you at BLFC at your panel, as we mentioned before, do's and don'ts of podcasting. So, how was BLFC okay. for you, other than the podcast uh, panel? It was it was okay. I mean, it was it's the first time I've been back to a con since like 2018. It's been a while. Oh wow, that um, has been a while. There were there were a couple of years where we kind of just financially couldn't make it, and then of course the pandemic happened, and so that's kind of like kind of freaks me out for big crowds, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if like what happens at FWA happens at BLFC? So mm-hmm. consciously on my mind, I'm always like, just what happened at FWA? A lot of people got sick because they all went to room parties. Oh, well, that always is a problem, oh. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Room parties <laughs> oh. is, is, is a thing, but, like, I mean, you would think that with COVID, people would just be like, common sense, but no. <laughs> so, I'm have like, Have you okay. met humans? <clears throat> have you met humans? They have no common sense. Yeah, I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> so, it's only us furries that Yeah, it's usually the room parties have, that well, cause a problem. Some. Yeah. Some, not, not all of them. Some um, furries, yes. But, you know, it was, it was, it was good to come back. It Oops. was a lot different. Um, mm-hmm. the pool party was new. That was a lot of fun. We actually went to a pool party. Oh, nice! And um, I was just like, at that point, I'm like, I really want to go underwater, but what about my hair color? <laughs> so I was <laughs> really worried about my hair color, and I'm like, oh, what, what's the? Uh, am I allowed to swear on this show? Sure, I'll take that as a no. So, <laughs> no, that's it's it's PG thirteen. So there you go. I was like, ah screw it and so i just kind of like went under there and i went back up <laughs> it wasn't until i got back up to the hotel room that i realized how much dry damage i just did to my hair and there was no conditioner in that hotel that could make my hair feel better so <laughs> i was just no. like oh my god my poor hair <laughs> what color what kind of coloring did you put in your hair uh so <clears throat> it's a signature look that i always have a pink stripe that goes horizontally and then I usually do shades of blues or purples and blues. And that's just something I okay. always do. And it matches It does. It matches my glasses. And it's something I'm known for. If I don't do the stripe, then people are like, what's going on? Are you are you feeling okay? Who are you? <laughs> like, yeah, I just wanted Where's to try stripe? something out. I just wanted to grow my hair <laughs> <Okay>. out. God. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Don't don't make fun of me. I know. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Um, yeah, so but the con was good. It was good, you know. And I went to that rock concert. Um, oh my god, he's gonna kill me for this. Give me a second here. Run, definitely run. <laughs> I'm was to it think. run, definitely run? No, or was it? it was the other one. Oh, there was oh, another shoot. one. There was another one. Hold on, I got this. Oh, 
I got okay. this Ace of Ace of Hearts. Fox. Oh, there was another one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, was it a Vol- con? Uh, Nervous yeah. Vulpus. Nervous Vulpus. Wait, it- isn't Ace of Hearts oh. Fox in Run Definitely Run? He might be, but he definitely has his own band called uh, Nervous Vulpus. And I'm like, oh my god, we have someone that we've interviewed. Oh, oh yeah, that have to go yeah. to this concert because I have to see him live. Because when, mm-hmm. when I listen to his music, if you listen to his music in general, it's really like. I don't know how to explain it, but it makes you feel so good, even though it's just like all rock music. And I like rock music to an extent. Mm -hmm. When I was at that con, though, and I was attending the concert, there was a good point, like in the middle of the concert, that like tears were just running down my eyes because of how happy and like amazing I felt. And I'm like, this is why I love his music so much. So I didn't get to say hi to him, but you know, I got that instead. It's a win. So then there was rainbow yeah. like all over you because it all oh yeah screamed out. It was the best part <laughs> of the con right there. <laughs> yes, for real. Opened his mouth and rainbow fell out. <laughs> That's so kind of how it works. <laughs> I'm still about it's... 20 seconds behind. Okay. Well, that's all right. So how long have you been in the fandom? <clears throat> oh, Jeez. Okay, let me think about this. Probably since 2011. So it's okay. been a while. Yeah. About 10 yeah. Minutes. And how long has your podcast been going on? Well, that's a tricky question because that really depends on what podcast you're asking about. Straight <clears throat> mm. from the Muzzle has been going on since... Oh, let's take a look here. I'm going to scroll back down my stuff. Since uh, October of 2018... <clears throat> Okay. Anything before that to 2011 was known as straight from, no, it was known as for media. Um, for media. Okay. Yeah. With a little oublon. And did you top. change up the format when you changed the name or? I did. Or did you just yeah. change the name? Oh. We went from a video live show format and then we transitioned because I was at that point was just like ready to kick the can and be like, I think I'm done. And my host comes to me and she's like, look, why don't we just turn this into a podcast and call it good from there? And that's what mm-hmm. I did is we, we transitioned, pivoted to podcast format, changed the name. <clears throat> and then of course I, I cheated and changed all the names on our socials so we didn't have to start all over again. Takes forever to build yeah. that up. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and we ran with it. Okay. And what is your first Sona? My persona is <clears throat> permanently a polar bear. He's a space polar bear. Okay. He was okay. a polar bear husky, but now he's a polar bear who's never been to Antarctica, but is more or less <laughs> more or less in space. <laughs> okay. He takes up space. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. And so Space Bear Sparks then is your fur name, obviously. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. So how did you come up with that name? So Space Bear Sparks is his name known to everyone, but mm-hmm. he has like a, what do you call it? A steampunkish background that no one really sees. And in his, that particular world, okay. or I guess you could say plane of universe, his actual name is mm-hmm. Gisette Sparks. And that's Gisette. J- How- yes. So J Z E T T E. He sounds very French, Gisette. 
like Giselle. I yeah. don't know. It's like <laughs> Gisette. Okay. Very it, cool. Very it's, cool. It's it's kind of got like yeah, it's got a little bit of like a, a French flavor to it. But it was more or less to kind of like it goes along with his conquest of just traveling the universe. Um Okay. And if depending on what art you're looking at, you might see one where he's got cybernetic enhancements and those can okay. kind of tailor to depending on the situation he's in. He's got like a really cool device that's basically a god device. <laughs> it can give okay. him anything okay. he wants to. Nice. Uh, I'd say hey, that's perfect. Yeah. But Space Bear Sparks, the- that one's I've always been known as Space from the day one okay. when I started the fandom. And I was Space Dog Spiff when I first started. And that slowly okay. evolves over time. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I'm I'm a bear now, but I want to keep mm-hmm. my true name. Um, okay. But I also want to keep what I'm most known by. So I just combined all three of them together. So Space Bear is considered to be like his first name, and Sparks is his mm-hmm. last name. Okay. Now, uh, is he gay? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, just checking. There's, just, there's, no, I, there's no question of there's no question with that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I was I was you know I was, we were talking earlier about uh, pride and and rainbows and stuff. So I thought, well, you know, sometimes the persona is not oh yeah, is, is is not what the human is. You know. <laughs> so my so the how I built my persona is to one hundred percent reflect my personality. So that way, mm-hmm. when people are listening to us in our shows, or if they're meeting me for the first time, you see my persona and you see me in person as one, and mm-hmm. you don't you don't see anything that's fake about it. And so I wanted to make sure that was one hundred percent genuine. Yeah. So he is one hundred percent flamboyantly a flamer. <laughs> this, and uh, well, I, you know, I mean, I, I'm the same way. I don't have a fursuit, though. Do you have a fursuit? I do, but I'm scared to wear it. I have like why? It's so it's really interesting. I I I brought this up with my friend, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I've got a fursuit, but I don't necessarily want to wear it. I get really mm-hmm. nervous. Like, I get nervous in big crowds, but then I get really nervous in fursuit because I'm worried that people are judging me. Mm-hmm. And so you would think it'd be the opposite because for a lot of people, it's an escape. Yeah. But Absolutely, for me, it's like the opposite. It's like a prison, and I'm like, okay, we'll go out for like 30 minutes, and I'm coming back, and I'm and I'm free. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. Okay. All right. I I personify my particular personality in person, and I don't mm-hmm. necessarily need a suit to do that. So okay, and maybe maybe that's why I don't necessarily like wearing the suit because I feel like I'm covering up something that is still me, but you can't see it. In full function. Mm-hmm. All right, that makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, I don't have a fursuit because I was told by my husband if I bought one that I would be single again. So, um, so <laughs> they very very much expensive. I didn't. But buy mine. I mean, he's. A... Mine was gifted to me by my husband. Oh, well, Our lucky you. Husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I am. My husband is coming around a lot to different things, and he, if he listens to this, he'll probably come home and hit me. But what's it's it's interesting because we'll be talking about different things, and he'll start asking about furry things, and I'll start telling him, and then he's like, "Oh, well, that's kind of cool. That's kind of that's kind of neat. That's kind of cool." And and uh, 
he says it it still seems strange to him but i would imagine in a couple of years he'd probably say something like you know if you wanted to get a fursuit but you know what to me it's a lot of work that's a huge amount of work to fursuit around i mean i take care of tabin at at cons yeah yeah and you know you wrap yourself in 20 pounds of carpet and go walk around because you know that's always good It's it's so I mean I I don't envy full full suitors because and especially like the really big ones like the big plush ones or the big like mm-hmm. hips and I'm like oh my god you know what 100% respect to you because you're probably sweating like nobody's business in there and mm-hmm. you're still going at it with like you know gung ho and I'm super excited about everything and me I'm just like get me out of this freaking head <laughs> it's so <Yeah>. hot <laughs> And then there's and then there's fursuiters that have multiple personalities. Oh, I mean, yeah. we have a friend that has three, and he's got three full fursuits that he wears, and he's out there. He'll go out in one, go back, change it to the next one, and so he's always oh. doing this. It's just he's it's it's crazy, but you know, it's fun. It's always fun to. He revealed his new one at this time. I'm walking around the. Uh, I was walking around the the dealers den at BLFC, yeah. And this big pink thing comes up and gives me a hug. I'm like, "Hi, do I know you?" <laughs> and he's like, "Said as he, he as soon as he talked, I knew who it was. I'm like, oh my god, a third one! Holy crap!" <laughs> you know? That's what our friends are like, though. Some of our friends like have more and more, and I'm like, "How many first seats do you have in your closet? I must know." Well, yeah, and are you independently wealthy? Because holy they crap, they're expensive. Yeah, so very. One's expensive. like a lab. So very... Like one guy works in a lab, the other one works in like financing. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So apart from BLFC, you said you just got back into cons. What do you normally attend? What cons do you normally attend? Um. So BLFC is the main one that we go to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've always wanted to go to FWA. And we're hoping okay. that maybe next year or the year after that we can do that. And then um, my goal, because we only go to the one con itself, I really want to go into those rural cons. They're kind of smaller. And I just want to mm-hmm. like check them out and see like the different aspects, I guess, of the country and how each like state kind of does their own you know, mm-hmm. furry convention. I want to see if there's any difference between one and the next, not because of size, not because of location, but just because of like, is is the atmosphere different? And I want to kind of just experience yeah. that. Yeah. Now, my first con was FC down in San Jose in 2017, and then went to BLFC that same year, or actually, yeah, that same year. And those are my two main cons. And then Tabin and I went up to Spokanthro on their first year, which was in 2018, I believe, and. And then, um, and then we're going to go to a new con that's going to be held in Seaside, Oregon, in October, called "Get Out the Float." Get and out it's the an float. Interesting, get out the float because it's it's water themed, bouncy house themed con. Oh, and cool! It's, yeah, so they're. They're calling it an experiment, and I was chatting with the con chair today, and I asked him, I said, well, how many registrants do you have? Because it's in October. He says, well, let me count on my fingers. We have six registrants. I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's <laughs> so, different. 
and and four of them are me, Rain Raccoon, my our sound guy, associate editor, uh, his husband, and Tabin. So we we have four of the six registrations. We're four sixths of their entire con at this point. <laughs> when is their con? Uh, it's October twenty seventh through the thirtieth. Where is it being held? Seaside, Oregon. That's probably why. If you think about it, October is not a warm month. It's cold. It's it's not. Well, it could be. It could yeah. be. Oregon is very strange with weather. It could be. I mean, there's been Halloweens where it was 80 degrees and sunny up until, not, you know, dark, and then it was warm the rest of the time. So it's a crapshoot in the state of Oregon as to what the weather is going to be like in October. So that might be that might be one of the reasons why the registrants is a little bit low. But you know what's crazy is I always find it just absolutely bonkers when fursuiters go into the water with their fursuits. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah. clean that. <laughs> doesn't right? That, yeah. Doesn't that like ruin the material? Oh, oh, I don't even know how uh, I could do it. <laughs> right, and bouncing around in a bouncy house with your fursuit on. Wow, that's incredible. Um, like just to yeah. anyone listening, if you want to know, experience what. It would be like to jump in a fursuit into the water. Just take one of your stuffed animals, shove it in the bathtub full of water, and then pull that thing out. That is the habit you're going to feel, <laughs> and it's not fun. And multiply it by 100 because that's how much yeah. it's going to weigh when you get out of the pool. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you not drown in those things? I mean, right. Like, what the heck? What is that big furry pink thing on the bottom of the pool? Oh, it's just a fursuiter. He's fine. Yeah, don't worry about him. He'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for scuba f- fursuiters to go on a scuba, have a, a an underwater thing with scuba gear. That would be so Any cool. listeners, if you do that, I want to see video. <laughs> you know what would be really cool is to do, like, go up to Alaska to do those, like, the night sky. What is it called? The Aurora Borealis or something like that? The Aurora Borealis, yes. That would be a cool mm-hmm. convention style thing to go it to. It would be, yeah. Yeah. It, the nice thing is you wouldn't be hot in your fursuit. No. You wouldn't. <laughs> no. And that would be perfect. Wintertime is the best time to fursuit. <laughs> yes. Yes. So when you go to cons, do you go to a lot of panels? Do you just kind of fluff around everywhere? Do you just kind of walk around, visit with people, all that kind of stuff? What do you do at a con? What do you do at a we, con? I usually walk around. I like to kind of see the different things. Dealer's Den for sure, just because I want to see all the different Art, and that's usually where I kind of go hunting for featured artists or people that I want to bring onto the show because what I'm looking for is something mm-hmm. really unique and different, mm-hmm. not the same. Like, for instance, my God, there was so many of those. What do you call it? Those like super long pillowcases that have anime characters on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Docket or whatever. Tons of those things. I didn't even know that was a furry thing. I thought that was mostly an anime convention thing. But they were nope. everywhere. Oh yeah, yep. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's 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 great. I'm not really into this, whatever. And then I, I kind of passed one booth, and they were actually working on an animation in real time while they had a a monitor to kind of nice. show you what was going on. And I'm like, oh, that's unique. So I picked up one of their carts, and I have it somewhere, but it's not on me. But I kind of look for things like that, and then mm-hmm. I like to attend panels. Uh, just to okay. kind of see what people are doing and then maybe kind of get some ideas for possible podcast episodes. Like 
when I hit the floors, it's probably different from the rest of my staff. But when I hit a con, it's a working con. So mm-hmm. there's business cards and things all over the table. And there's just tons of things for me to start drawing inspiration from. And then that's kind of like what's constantly going on in my head as well as like enjoying the con itself. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for people that I can have on the show. I'm looking for things that I can talk about on the show. I'm talking with folks about being on the show. Yeah. And a, a lot of times though, we find that we, we talk to folks at cons and like, yeah, I'd love to be on the show. And then crickets when we email them later yeah. on. It's like, nope. <laughs> it's like, why? Why? Like, okay. You were just placating me. I get it. I understand. <laughs> you know, and I, I get that too. Um, there is one group I do want to reach out to, and that's the mom, like moms of furries. They would be great okay. to have on. Just because I'd love mm-hmm. to hear their experiences from their point of view while at a convention, while they have their kids or whatever kind of running around. That would be a really interesting episode, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but besides yeah, that... I, so- I was chatting... Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I was chatting with one of them at FC uh, last year, and they were... They were a brand new mom to a furry, and mm. they're, uh, and they were just, they were talking about where can they buy a fursuit? How can they be a fursuiter as well? <laughs> it's like, well, go to the Dang. dealer's den. You can get anything you want right there. Wow. <laughs> Dang. I mean, that's that's one. As soon as that parent sees the price tag, they're going to be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right. <laughs> no right. Way. You get to graduate high school and then we'll think about getting you a first year. <laughs> That's right. Hey, little Susie, you're very good with a sewing machine and you're talented with you make your own. So <laughs> there's right. plenty of YouTube videos. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if there's concerts at a con, I like to go to those two and then. I kind of like to wander around and just look at people. And I'm a people observer kind of person. I love mm-hmm. watching what people do. And it's so interesting, especially first. So it's even more interesting. Speaking of that, we we walked around and we encountered a couple of Galactic Empire officers at BLC. Oh. Was one of them you? No, but those were three oh. of our friends, three of my personal friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because they mentioned that they knew us, that they had seen us at the at your panel. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I was wondering if that was you or not, but apparently it wasn't. Uh, two of the <laughs> three of them were actually at that panel. That was their that was the for what it's worth host that you were talking with, probably. So right, Rue right. and Kagos and Click. Okay, they looked a lot taller standing up than they did sitting behind the panel table. By and the way, skinnier, <laughs> and probably. Skinnier. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could be. Could be. Who knows? Who knows? So, uh, Straight for the Muzz has been around for how long now? You said since 20s? October of 2018. October 30th, actually. Okay. And what made you start it? You know, I, it was the end of, it was the end of the life or end of the line, I guess you could say, for, for media. And then we pivoted mm-hmm. into this, and I've never done a podcast format, but I thought, you know, this might be a lot easier because I don't have to worry about video setups, and, you know, it's just one thing. It's just one simple thing. And no, 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 that was not the case when I started learning no. podcasts. 
No, it's not one simple thing. No, it's not. <laughs> it's totally different. Like, yep. with with live shows, it's different because they're kind of similar. You're, you're still dealing with a lot of equipment. But with live shows, you're constantly monitoring to make sure you have a good signal. You're monitoring sound. If you got a camera, is it working? Is the software syncing up correctly? And that's all going mm-hmm. on in real time. And that's really stressful. So right. we wanted to kind of switch to something that was a lot easier now podcasting is easier and it's less stressful than a live like version of it but it definitely has its stresses i mean oh I yeah just i can't tell you i think i've gone through like three recording software programs until i landed on zencaster and decided that's it until i find a like a good hosting site that's better than this i'm not going anywhere else <laughs> oh. okay zencaster give them money because he's promoting you um and squadcast Give me money because we're promoting you. There you go. Uh, <laughs> right? But Buzzsprout gives yeah. money because we're both promoting you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, Buzzsprout is uh, that's our, that's our both our you host both our shows. So there you go, Buzzsprout. Awesome. I love Buzzsprout. It's nice. It's nice. And so your format of your show is what? Is it single topic? Is it variety? What is what is the format? It's a variety. So okay. you'll get a variety of things of like arts. Uh, real topics that kind of tie into the fandom. Um, we ask basically our listeners, what do you want us to talk about? We'll talk about it and then we'll find a way to find some education to put into it as well, because we have a lot of younger furries that listen to our show. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure mm-hmm. that we're catering to that, but we're also catering to some of the older ones as well. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> we've done a couple of, a video ones too. We've done some video ones. That's when we're doing like a visual show, but those are very like once in a blue moon kind of a thing. Yeah. So they don't happen. Yeah. We, often. when we, when we try to do a live podcast recording, we always say it's a recording, not a live podcast, but it's a live recording at a Furcon. A lot of times we'll video it as well and put that up on YouTube. So we have that aspect of it. I mean, we do release on YouTube anyway with just a static picture, but, and we've got probably 60 or 70 listeners that listen on YouTube, which is great. But as far as a video goes, it's, it's tough because like you said, not only are you then recording for a podcast, now you're doing all the video stuff that you got to do as well. Yeah. And if you don't have, you can't be behind the microphone and behind all the tech at the same time. Like you, you can, but it's so difficult to do. You have to be like a multitasking beast to pull that off. And I am not that. I can multitask. Nor am I. Level. Yeah, I can do a lot of things in post that I can't do live, uh, because then I'd be like, uh, you'd see me if you were if you saw me live and I was having to do that, you'd see me like looking at the keyboards for things. It's like, Oh yeah. Oh, Oh, tape. just made a joke. M- make the laugh track. Oh, uh, we got to do this. Oh, make, the, make the wah, wah, wah sound, you know? And that's why I have a sound guy. He oh does gosh. that. <laughs> I had it. So my husband, my husband actually has the table that I was using and it's a white table completely, but you can use like dry erase on it. So for the longest time, for like the very beginning, I had that when I was recording and every time there was like a blip or something, I'd be like, I need a pencil. And so if he was throw me a pencil and then like, I'd write it down on the table itself, and there would be like smears and post-it notes <laughs> everywhere. Now nowadays, I don't even worry about it because I have someone who edits for us, and he knows exactly what I want it to sound like, and he knows what to get rid of. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was a mess. 
my god. Yeah, I mean, I do a majority of my editing. Rain does Rain Raccoon. Shout yeah. out to Rain Raccoon, awesome co-editor. He does a lot of the editing of some of the specialized bits. We have a bit that we do called Transformation Station, where we turn Tabin into something weird, and he has to describe what it's like to be that thing. That's um, my my favorite one was when we turned him into a Zamboni, <laughs> and it was yeah, and it was uh, it was it was on St. Patrick's Day, and the the Transformation Lab that uh, was doing that was hosting a th- St. Patrick's Day party and there were leprechauns all over and we wound up icing over a whole bunch of leprechauns uh, as part of the bit and it was kind of funny and the fact that after that now we always talk about the leprechaun funerals that are going on at the lab all the time because of the stuff that we killed. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just imagining right now like like a Cars, Disney Cars like type of Zamboni but it's all right. Haven's features and that's all, all I'm seeing yes. mm-hmm. and I can just... <laughs> I'm a Zamboni. I'm a Zamboni. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that was exactly. It. Yep. So there, it was. It was a lot of fun, but uh, but but yeah, editing all that stuff is kind of fun, and it's always kind of interesting because our our editor, he's what the the person that comes up with this stuff makes all these things, and I can see when he's always listening in, he's like, oh my. God, I have to find this sound thing now. I have to sound find this sound bite or that sound bite or all the things that, that she's doing, which is kind of fun. Lux Alperon is the person that does that for us. I don't know if you know right. Lux or not. But I don't. Um, <clears throat> yeah. She's really good. She makes the if you've seen her you've probably seen her on the chat, she makes all the the glowy things like face masks and badges and all that other kind of stuff that glow Ooh. with the light the light stuff. So yeah, they're yeah. really cool. Yeah. So That's she's cool. really cool, really cool. Uh, I've been noticing off and on for our listeners that Tabin has been dropping in and dropping out. Tabin, are you with us? I'm guessing not. <laughs> counting for the delay. He's counting for the delay. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. This is boring the hell out of our listeners. So let's keep going on. So do you have guests? <laughs> do you have guests on your show? We do. You we said you try and get guests, but... But uh, do you do you what do you do with your guests? So we do have guests on our show. We haven't had our guests for a while. In fact, what was mm-hmm. our last guest? Let me see here real quick. Oh, hello. What was that? <laughs> I have no idea what that was, but I sounded like that was Taven. It sounds like Taven is stuck in like the multiverse. <laughs> I think he is. He's. He's trying to get through with uh, with Doctor Strange. The little circle thing is coming. He's trying to, he's trying to get in there with us. Trying to get in. That's so great. It's so great. Um, our last interview was with uh, Fatty Dragonite, who is an animator in the fandom. Do you flop around? What What do you like to do? Cool. Well, we'll work with that. Cool. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's an animator. He's a really well-known animator in the fandom. Um, if you were to look at his videos, you may be like, oh, yeah, I recognize that. But the name itself, mm. you may not recognize the name. But if you were to watch any of his animations, they're usually with dragons in them. Um, okay. You'd be like, okay, I think I'm familiar with that. That was a lot of fun. Because we got did to... He do the, did he do the, the, the dragon video that was in the... I want to say the film festival or something? Yeah, that was the one. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Very nice work. Very nice work. Yes. Very. In fact, so he was telling us about 
how he his brother had like told him that he'd like been submitted to a film festival and that was probably one of his like highest moments as an animator mm-hmm. um getting to know him what's what's really cool what we do with our guests is we don't ask the typical questions we know that there's going to be other podcasters out there that will do that for us mm-hmm. and our listeners aren't coming to our podcast to find the same information. So what I really do is and I go into like what I call super spy mode and I go and I (laughs) dig and I dig for Ah. everything. So I'm searching all different types of social links as much as possible. I'm learning as much as I can about that one particular guest. I really want to be able to be involved. So when I'm asking questions and I'm gauging in conversation, it is as if we know each other already and I want to give our audience that experience so that they can feel like they've gotten to know this guest and they're now a friend of theirs as well. It's a really, I guess you could say it's a unique way of doing it. Um, mm-hmm. You can you can just go like, I mean, anyone can just come up with an interview of questions, but mine are really methodical. They do take some time to mm-hmm. come up with. And then, of course, what we do with that is we give that to our guests and we say, is this Okay. Is there something you don't want to talk about? We can. I can actually scratch everything and restart over again. Not a big deal. I more Mm -hmm. or less want to make sure our guests are 100% comfortable and in a basically a stress-free zone. They don't have to worry about anything. Because I know that some people like to like spur the moment, ask a question out of nowhere. And that happens Mm -hmm. every once in a while. But with some guests, I am aware of certain things that they may not want to talk about. And I don't go there. Mm-hmm. Out of respect. We encountered yeah, and- a couple of Galactic Empire officers at BLFC. Was one of them you? No. <laughs> <That's like> a- <laughs> I don't know where that came from or why it came in now, but that was that was a while ago. That was that was pretty good, Taven. Uh <laughs> and what is your favorite plushie? Every fur wants to know your favorite plushie. That's, that's a a teddy bear. I mean, okay, so I do have in my office at the hospital, I have a giant polar bear that sits in the corner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just, and his, his name is Prince Edwards because Prince Charles is here in the house. And Prince Charles is like oh. a six foot brown teddy bear with his head so heavy that it just slumps over the rest of his body. But um, every is once th- in a is while. Is that a Costco teddy bear? I think <laughs> so. It's possible. I just know that, like, for like our first year of dating, uh, Felix got it to me for my birthday, and he's like, "It Aww. came in a small box, but as soon as I like cut that <laughs> that plastic, the thing just exploded." <laughs> yeah, it's like getting the purple mattress from the from in the mail. It's it comes in a box. It's like four foot by four foot. It's like I ordered a king, and you open up the box, and it just. <laughs> we have yeah. those. We got one of those rollout mat like mattresses. I'll tell you what. Once you lay on that bad boy for a month and then you go back to lay on like the old mattress, it hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had we have one in our in our room. It's like an old mattress and I was laying mm-hmm. out the other day and I'm like, oh my God, this thing sucks. I hate normal mattresses. <laughs> oh, you already again. asked him that? Oh, hmm. Where am I then? <laughs> <laughs> this is making my day. I love like, this. This is technology, <laughs> folks. Listeners, you have to understand. Tabin's Tabin's feed seems to be like almost 
10 minutes behind now. Uh, he's hearing what we said 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so, and now he's coming in talking about that. It was just, oh, Tabin, we love you. We love you so much. <laughs> oh, that's Edward. Oh, that sounds like an awesome, wonderful, big, huge teddy bear. Did you get him from like Costco or, or somewhere? No, I got him from a white elephant gift exchange and I refused to give him up. And Kurt, Felix is like, yeah, he's not giving that up. You're going to have to like rip that from his from his arms. And I was like, nope, it's going home with me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's not too far behind. He's, he's not up. too far behind now. Yeah, he's catch he's catching up there. Come so on, speed racer. <laughs> there you go. So on your podcast, what was your most favorite or memorable episode or moment on your podcast? Okay, so there's a lot of them, but if I had to like narrow it down, I'd have to say it was the Omer review, and that was of a magazine called Omer. It's kind of like a mm-hmm. hustle type of magazine. So for all of those who okay. don't know what that is, if you go into like a convenience store and you see those magazines that people tell you don't look at, it's kind of like one of those, but for furries. And so we were doing... Oh, we were... oh. <laughs> Yeah. It's got the black thing over the front of it with just the name of the magazine on the front. Is that what you're talking about? Basically, the black yeah. Plastic. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> and so we we were reviewing and we we kind of got like a sneak peek of a previous article that we were looking through and kind of reviewing it. And I, I I can I don't know what it was about that episode, but all of my brains and all of my common senses were just out the door. And so <laughs> There was there was a part where we were talking about a bard, a wa- like a like a walking bard, but I didn't hear bard. I heard barge. So I'm like, okay, are you talking about? And I'm telling this to like to spare him. Like, are you are you talking about like you know those barges that go from like town to town or whatever from port to port and they unload a a bunch of crap? And she's like, bard, like the singing. And I'm like, what the hell is a bard? And she- <laughs> Okay. So there's things like that. And then there was there was this one piece of art where there was um one character doing something with the underwear. A and purple mattress that's gonna be big all over the place. <laughs> I love these are like my favorite. I wish I had these Taven moments in my episodes. <laughs> Just coming in and out of nowhere. This is a- But okay, I'm go like, back to what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> so they're holding, they're holding like this, this garment, and I didn't, I didn't know it was a garment. I had no idea what they were doing, and I'm like, what are they doing? I feel like they're like, are they sniffing it? Are they, are they spraying something into it? And for the for a good like five minutes, Spare had no idea what I was talking about until mm-hmm. I'm like, it's on page six. Look at page six or something <laughs> like that, and she's like, space. That's underwear, and I'm like. Oh my god, I'm still so stupid. And it's like this, just like one stupid thing after another. And so it was like the most airheady episode I've done. But it was probably the most favorite one I've ever listened to, especially when I had to go and this is before we had an editor. I had so mm-hmm. much fun listening to it because I'm like, oh my god, how many times have I messed up in this one particular episode? And we just kept going with it. <laughs> nice. So, that was like my favorite. It was it was it was really difficult to edit, but it was so much fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes with that you just gotta not even edit it. You just 
put it out the way it is. Yeah, and that's what go I've for done. It, you know, yeah. So, <laughs> gosh, and so that was your most. So that was your most embarrassing and your most memorable. Yeah, that one. And if you guys are ever wondering what episode that is, if you listen to our stuff, it's season six, episode three, and it's called the Omer Review. So Omer. If you want to listen to me being stupid, that's it, that's definitely it, the one. Is that magazine still around? Oh yeah, it's still around. They're still producing. Oh. I'm gonna have to find it now. I don't think they sell it at Safeway though. They, <laughs> probably not. They they gave us <laughs> their the magazine. Like, Can you no. sing something for us? Just a little, little fun tidbit. <laughs> a little tidbit. My name is Space, and I'm from space. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, this is going to go down as one of our most memorable and embarrassing episodes ever because of technology problems. But, you know, that's what happens roll sometimes in this world. You just got to roll with it because if you don't, then you'll just be frustrated and someone will will they'll put a Nerf gun to your head and there you go. Yeah. You'll have our darts Oh, that's over. so cute. I love that right there. That's so cute. Yeah, it is cute to have a Nerf gun to your head. I mean, <laughs> sure. You know, just make sure it's the dart and not the ball because those things hurt. Yeah, you know, and the they have a new mascot now made of all the darts. Did you see that? Yeah, it's creepy looking. It's very creepy looking. It reminds me of the mascot from the AMPM, which is made out of food. Oh. Have you seen that one? No, but it reminds me of a certain fursuiter, and that's why I hate it so much. Oh. (laughs) That's why I hate it so much. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let's talk about... Food. No, let's not talk about that. I was going to ask something, but that just now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, that's just dumb. That's just very, very dumb. So you can ask me a dumb What would you like our list... What would our list what would you like our listeners to know about you specifically and or your podcast? Is there anything unique about you or that podcast that you would like our like our listeners to know? And hopefully we can we can cross contaminate, no, cross pollinate our your podcast and our podcast. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> so I'm at this weird like I'm a fun-loving guy, but I'm a very yeah. honest person. Um, I'm a good listener. I usually listen to a lot of our. If people have a have questions about you know life, they're not quite sure how to answer it or how to like navigate it. They'll send us emails, and I really cherish those emails because I get to read and kind of get a taste of who that person is, and then I get to respond back with my actual honest opinion, but also in a loving. And in a respectful way, too. It's nothing like, you know, what you're doing is wrong. But I'll be like, well, try looking at it from this point of view kind of mm-hmm. thing. <clears throat> right. Our, yeah. our staff is very, very... Scrolling uh, a cheese? What? <laughs> I don't even know where he got that with squirrel I don't know where we got that one from. I think he's just throwing things at us now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. All um, right. We have, a very, we have a very diverse cast uh, staff members, myself, mm-hmm. I am. Uh, so I am super gay. I'm just as gay as you can really get without being. Do you a have a cape? Flamboyant. No, no. But that would be okay. cool if I did. I, I'm more of like the kind that would have like pom poms and you know, and uh, yay, all that kind of stuff. Let's go, kind of like a thing. 
Um, and you're kind of like you're kind of the guy from South Park that had the super gay boat ride. I don't think I've seen that one. Really? Wow. Actually, okay. I'm now you got to go look at I, it. Oh, that was yeah, Big Gay Al. Big Gay Al. Big Gay Al. Yeah, and, and I remember he um um and when he was giving the a little boat ride tour and stuff to the boys, he's like, and here's a gay lion, and the gay lion goes rar. <laughs> Um, I think we've got Tabin in real time again. Oh my god! This is oh my, here have I? Have there been things? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you'll discover been... it later. Yo, I'll have to. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to listen to things later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's exciting and fun. Um, so yeah. rar, <laughs> rar, rar. Um, well, that's like uh, when I walked the very first time. So I'm. I'm I'm a gray muzz as as most folks know I by could this time. Not tell by looking. At yeah, it. but um, I came out in life very very late, and my husband is 21 years my junior, and junior. like I live in Oregon, and they have a big pride event up in Portland, which I had no idea was going on ever when I first came out, and my husband at the time, my boyfriend, he says. Where we're going to go to Pride, and I said, "Oh, what's that?" And you, I was in a, a group of gays at the time, and you would have thought that I had said something that was going to end the world because it was at a party <clears throat> and everybody stopped talking because oh. <laughs> I didn't know what Pride was. <laughs> so, oh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the first time I went there, everybody's wearing the flags, and I thought, "Are they?" Are they superheroes? Why are they wearing these flags as capes? <laughs> so. It's like it was like me. We're all superheroes. They're just marching around with their little things, and it's all it's nice. Little capes, yeah. <laughs> kind of like my moment with my. I was at a game night, and there's always tons of people that are there. And someone was talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I had never mm-hmm. seen it. I had no idea what they were talking about. I'm like, well, what the heck is the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Everyone just stops, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. what? They're like. How are you gay? That doesn't make sense. And I'm like, what do you mean? Just because I'm gay and I don't know doesn't what else it means. <laughs> I mean, so I watched it and I'm like, I don't understand why everyone loves this movie. It's really weird. <laughs> it wasn't for me. But yeah, it's like I, when you uh, I'm more somebody of a kinky something boots about kind of a guy. I loved kinky oh. boots. Oh, I loved that movie. Yeah. Um, I would love to see it on Broadway sometime, but one day I'm going to do hard drag to say. and I'm going to rock heels just like that. Yeah, rock. If you he put some rocks them. in your heels, would it be like painful? Yeah, could be. Imagine. Could well, be, okay. I was gonna say, imagine you are walking on rocks, but you're a pop, so you're used to that. Well, not so much in the I, heels. I, I mean, let's I think am, about the '70s I'm when you pup, had goldfish in the my heels. My feces don't. You know, did they really the have goldfish is... in the heels? Oh yeah, those poor fish. They probably oh, don't. Yeah, I mean, they would it sound squishy. <laughs> I don't know if I like the sound. Well, no, of this. you didn't squish on them. They were. So in the seventies disco era, oh. you had like twelve inch heels, and they were big and round, and they would fill them with water and put goldfish in them. Which oh. you know, I'm sure when you were doing the disco dancing, was not great for the fish. But um, from the fish, not <laughs> from the fish's perspective, though, at least they got to see the world. <laughs> they for that, that that one they, night, they, you know, they had quite a ride. Let me tell That's you. Right. Yeah. That one night, and then they went to the they went to a goldfish <laughs> eating contest, and that was the end of them. You know. Oh my gosh! So. 
That would be so great. So terrible. It's like, yeah, you come home, you take your shoes off. The next morning, you look and say, "Why are there dead fish in my shoes?" Oh Why yeah, that's right. I remember. Up at the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Are fish supposed to swim upside down? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. Oh. Well, Space Bear, we've spent almost an hour together, and one of the things I like to ask all our guests at the end is your parting shot, your words of wisdom, the last thing you'd like, well, not the last thing you'd like listeners to hear, because that would be bad, but uh, as at the end of our show, never what would you again. like to do? Your, that's right, ever. It's like, his co-host has to take over from now on in his own podcast, because we offed him on this one. No. <laughs> um... So what would I like to give words of wisdom for everyone to listen to? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to remember to be who you are. Never stop being that person. Times are tough. I understand that there are even kids who are starting to come out and discover themselves. And they're growing up in a household that's really not as friendly. They don't feel like they can be themselves. But whenever you can be yourself, cherish that moment. It is so important. And never cover that up. If you can, try to be who you are and be proud of that. There's nothing wrong with you. Whether that's a mental disorder, whether that's your orientation, or just kind of the person you are, never not be proud of yourself. Unless you're a murderer, then that's a totally different situation. But, (laughs) you know. Well, but but, if you own it, own it. Own it 100%. Yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, so I, I had to talk. I, w- I walked into my bedroom yesterday, and my hubby was laying on the bed, and he was flipping through the channels, and he turned on Rick and Morty. I don't know if you ever watched Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, but but it was the episode where they were flipping through galactic television, and the show was really short mysteries. Who killed this person? And the guy walks in. I did. Here's the knife. Here's my fingerprints. I did it. <laughs> okay. Those good. are short episodes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very short episodes. Yeah. God, so can you, imagine? That you could like totally binge watch a binge watch a whole like five seasons in the matter of a lunch or something. Yeah, for real. You could. <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> Gosh. Well, Space Bear, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for uh, meeting with us when we were at BLFC. It was a joy to be at your panel, and it was a joy to listen to you and the other podcast folks, which was, that Furcast was what? For what it's worth. What was that podcast? For what it's worth. All right. And maybe you could talk to those folks and have them come on our show as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll give them a little little shout out to them. Give them a little tickle. Little little tiny. Hi. Michelle, now, I how, just, how are you doing? I, I, I have to say, you know, I, I'm looking behind me at my banner, and Hi, I didn't banner. realize that the cow that I put on there had these little udder things. It looks like he's You didn't notice that. that? I never noticed that until you just never now. never noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Okay, well, we know it's a cow There's... and not a bull, because it's got four, so... <laughs> I, I thought of cheese. I was thinking of cheese, and I'm like, hey, that, uh, you know, because it looks like it would be a magazine title, like, or a magazine cover book almost for cheese, and mm-hmm. it used to be a cheesemonger. So, oh know, my cheese. I, I saw this, and I'm like, oh my God, it's a cheese mag, but it's not because I know what it is now. But D- when you're pointing out did the others, I'm like, they look like bell bottoms. <laughs> the feet look like bell bottoms. They do like bell bottoms. Did you say a cheese monger? monger. What did yep. you say? Monger. Jeez. Oh, okay. Someone who specializes I... in the trade that they sell. 
Gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay. I, know I don't know pairings, what I heard, but I did not hear monger. So. I know pairings, <laughs> chocolates, wines. I mean, wow. if you want to put together something, I would be do right you there know to help you do it. Jeff Goldblum? Yes, not in person. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes. I know of him. Yes. 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 Okay, okay. <laughs> I love his hesitation stuff. Well, Space Bear, thanks for coming on the show. We're going to let you go. We've uh, we've taken up enough of your time. We've taken up of, of our listeners' time. And for all those listeners that have listened uh, this long, thanks for tuning in. We love you. Uh, what can you. I say? Yay. We love you so much. Bop. And with that, I can hear the music welling in the background, which means the show is well, coming to an end. And our, our sound guy has decided that it's time for us to leave. So with that... I'm going to uh, say farewell, so long, and Mubark Fluff, and halay! <laughs> Barely Furcasting is an Injured Nerve Studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded and directed by Barely Normal, a.k.a. Mike Began, and is edited by Barely and our associate editor Rain Raccoon. Opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music, was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by Reg Day with Damian Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day you can search for Tweezerbeak on Bandcamp or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com, and the YouTube Free is Library. Social media presences is maintained by Ziggy the Mean Weasel. Transformation Station is written and directed by Lux Operon with Rain Raccoon and is edited by Rain Raccoon. If you would like to send us a message you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at bfftchat on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the BarelyFurcasting.com webpage. You can help support the show through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash BarelyFurcasting or through Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash BarelyFurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week. <laughs>